bring everyone together for a great time with the Nintendo Switch system. Get the whole family in on the fun with exciting games that everyone can enjoy, like Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and more. Nintendo Switch has three different play modes all in one system. Play in TV mode, tabletop mode, or handheld mode when you're on the go. Visit nintendo.com slash us slash switch to learn more. Games rated E for everyone. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Star Talk. Your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk Sports Edition. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and I'm joined, as usual, by my two co-hosts, Gary O'Reilly. Gary! Hi! Gary in the house, former professional soccer player. I think they call it football over in the UK. We do. But we know it's not really football. (laughs) (laughs) And Chuck Nice, Chuck. Hey, 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 what's happening, Neil? Chuck, uh, tweeting at Chuck Nice comic, and... Uh, who would have known how big a sports fan you actually are? You, you've been holding that a secret all those years we were just doing pure Star Talks with you. Uh, yeah, you know, Neil, I'm a very complex, multifaceted <laughs> person. Mm-hmm. You say don't put him in a box. <laughs> <laughs> and who else do we have? And uh, we've got Austin Watson. Uh, oh, excuse me. Xavier Woods. I have like 10 names. I got to stay uh, out of trouble. You know, I got warrants on some. I got to stay. I know. Exactly. <laughs> 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 orders on others. Yeah. <laughs> which, so, which, one, which ones do you use to cross the border? That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's usually Austin Creek. That's like my gamer tag, and people don't know that one as much, you know? Right on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, Xavier Woods of the um, WWE. Uh, which officially translates to what out of that abbreviation? Uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. We put the E in entertainment. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. And we've titled this Wrestling With Myself. Very cool. So A lot of that throughout this quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've been with WWE since 2010? Yes, sir. 2010 is when I got signed uh, to a to a contract. I was in what we call developmental for for a good while. At the time, it was called FCW, but now it's evolved into what's called NXT. Now it's its own brand. It's on uh, USA Network on Wednesday nights. You know, it's it's, oh, a, cool. it's, a, it's a it's a big thing now. Uh, but at you that one point, one of the longest reigning tag team champion. Oh yes, tag team champion. Yes, we broke the record uh, a while back, and we are the longest reigning tag team champions in the history of WWE. It's it's kind of surreal. Okay, so now all that's cool and everything, but I care much less about that, frankly, <laughs> than I do that you have a PhD. So, okay. so, okay. so long story on, on the PhD thing. So I, got, uh, I double majored in my undergrad, so psychology and philosophy. Got a master's in psychology. This was all while wrestling as well. And then when I was at the PhD or at the uh, dissertation portion, um, we got to the prospectus, and 
what eventually happened at the school that I was going to, I realized that I had been in the prospectus phase for like eight months, then 10 months, and then a year. And so I reached out to some other students and they said the same thing was happening with them. And all of my professors from college, I talked to them about it. And they're like, no, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. Like, let me see your stuff. And they looked through it and they said, ah, something's weird here. And so we found out that a lot of the students were being just held in that prospectus phase and a few filtering through so the cool school could kind of generate that money every couple of months. And so uh, went to transfer, but as you probably well know, you have to have the majority of your credits from the institution that gives you the degree. And so at that point, instead of being uh, like three months away from getting my PhD, I would have been three years and wrestling was ramping up. I had made a gaming channel on YouTube. Uh, I just had a kid. So I was like, you know what? Uh, this will be a, a dream that I pass along to my children. I got the two undergrads and a master's, and I have the knowledge, so I've been told, uh, but just not okay. a paper. <laughs> As they say, ABD, all but dissertation. Exactly, that? exactly. There, there you go, there you go. So your YouTube channel is called what? It's called Up, Up, Down, Down. It's a playoff of a old school Konami code uh, from back in the day, and it resonates so with a lot like of So this is like Deep fans. Insider referencing there, because oh, otherwise yeah. it sounds like you're only partially literate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or. Or you're a toddler, you know? Yeah, ah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my son's unboxing channel. Right. <laughs> and what's this I hear that you're in the Guinness Book of World Records for what? Yes, so I am the, uh, I'm going to say this correctly, I think it's a professional athlete with a gaming channel with the most subscribers. It's like the most specific thing <laughs> that you could get. <laughs> Wait, start that again. Wait, so the, the, the professional wrestler yes. with mm -hmm. a gaming channel Yes. With the most subscribers. Yes. And that's a Guinness category. Yes, it is. Now it is. Well, that's that's yeah. just wrong. Admit <laughs> it. I, I know uh, you got the thing. Just admit it. That's just wrong. Why no, is that no. Wrong? That's Why not that wrong? wrong. No, Austin, don't you be, don't you, don't, uh, you own that. Because let me no. tell you something. I say this all the time. I am the funniest comedian that lives in my house. Bam. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> And I commend you for that, sir. I would never take that from you. Because think about it. There's, there are people who have records for like eating the most watermelon, smashing the most origami swans. Why can't I have this one, you know? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> smashing origami. I, I like origami and I do origami. You smash my swan, you know, you, that's hell to pay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so then you'll have the Guinness record for putting people in the hospital for smashing your origami. <laughs> there you go. All I, all I think now is that we should get straight onto the Guinness Book of World Records and offer up our own world record. Yes. <laughs> so, could, so that we can walk, walk around with our belts and our mantles and just yeah. rock in it. Yeah. We could sell, we could do one right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the way, uh, Neil, that is the most awesome name for a metal band, uh, Smashing My Swan. Oh. <laughs> smashing swans. Smashing swans. Smashing yeah. swans, yeah. If oh. you guys make shirts, I just want 10%. <laughs> uh, so just Austin, 10. I don't know if you knew, we we um we visited a boxing ring, a training oh, okay. uh over on Long Island. And um it was uh, I don't want to say delightful. It was delightful, but I mean I I hurt for five days after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we got a little taste of what goes on in a in a in a wrestling ring? Yeah, and um, and I, I I was teaching some of the guys some physics. You know where center of mass would go relative to what they're trying to accomplish. So I, I think there was a mutual exchange of um, sort of enlightened ways. And so I just want to say we 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 did not walk quite a mile in your shoes, but a little bit. 
A quarter mile will do you just fine. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, try, uh, how about this? We, we kind of like stuck our toe in your shoe and then flicked it across the room. Like, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> so were you guys doing, were you guys doing boxing stuff or were you doing wrestling stuff in I'm a I'm sorry, boxing? I said boxing ring. It was a wrestling ring. Uh, it oh, was okay. a, it's a wrestling. It's a regulation okay. WWE ring. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Right. They threw me over the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> and out yeah. the ring. It's yeah, like you do that. Yeah, it's great. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, Neil was was in his element. He really did yeah, have I, a lot of fun. As quiet as it's kept, I got to tell you, Neil looked like he wanted to be a WWE wrestler. But Neil is an actual wrestler, like from college yeah. days. Yes. So. I, was, I saw a picture of, so there was a, a few years ago, I was trying, I was, we were talking to, about something and I was looking something up about you when I saw a picture of you. In the singlet? In your wrestling days, I was like, oh my God, I love him even more now. This is great. <laughs> this is great. Because for me, and I'm, I just want to gush for a hot second. So, so you're one of my guys because obviously my, my parents just preach education in our house. Like, yeah, we know you have this dream, but make sure that you're educated too. Because if you get injured, uh, like I am right now, I tore my Achilles in October, so I can't wrestle. Ooh. Oh, we'll um, get, to, get to that in just a minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they well. always told me, even if something like that happens, you have to have something up here in order to know how to feed your family, know how to take care of your mortgage, pay your bills, all that kind of stuff. And so that's why I went to school. So there weren't tons of, of black men in the media that were being pushed as intelligent. You know, anytime that I would see somebody who was a black male in the media, it was like, oh, they're playing the role of like a thug or like a drug dealer or, or like yeah. some like some something negative, you know. So you're singing of, and dancing. Yeah. 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 You were one of the first guys that I saw that was like, oh, he's not on screen pushing an agenda like, hey, listen to me because I'm like smart and black. Like, no, just listen to me because I'm smart. And so just okay. having you having you there like in the zeitgeist, in the conversation was extremely helpful to me. Um, you know, coming up and trying to get to where I am today. So, so thank you for that. Okay, I'm done. So after my intellectual enlightenment, you still ended up as a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's there's there's this psychological aspect to it. It's it's an incredible thing. So you know the concept of groupthink and yeah. how it can be dangerous, but how it can be really positive. I think that wrestling is one of the greatest examples of of positive groupthink on the planet because it's the last form of Shakespeare in the round, an audience in a 360 degree radius uh, without having the opportunity to do things again. Everything is live. If it happens, it was supposed to happen. And being able to feed off of that energy that the crowd brings, and then being able to uh, make them feel a certain way, whether that emotion is happiness, sadness, whatever it is, that's, it's essentially, it's groupthink at its core. And let's, that's what I really the record show it. that Austin Creed analogized WWE to Shakespeare. Just Bam. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. I'm with well, that. I, I gotta give it to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I mean, the, the, the fact that you've got that attitude is part of the reason why you're on because you're the different thinker. There's a different rhythm for for you in, in your wrestling and how you see things. But go back to that point you made about being injured. Your Achilles tendon is was long-term injury and that's one of the worst injuries you can get because the blood supply to the body is minimal. So the healing time is a lot longer and it's taken you out of your sport. I'm just sitting here thinking, how? How have you been able to adapt your mentality to being away from the scene that you are passionate about doing in the ring? Um, so honestly, it was, it wasn't still is very mentally taxing, very difficult. Um, but I hadn't let it get to me for a good while that maybe like two or three months ago, uh, just out of the blue, I just broke down and I was just like, you know, crying in the dark for days. Like, wow. you know, that sitting in the shower, just letting the water hit you, just letting it all out. Um, been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know. And so... Um, well, I, did, I did that this morning, by the way. Just like, <laughs> oh, Chuck. Well, hey, bless, bless you for being on, taking the time. Oh, I don't mean to be the weird one of the bunch, 
but I've never done that. <laughs> no. Well, blessings. <laughs> you be know what, Neil? I'm pleased. I'm, I hope you never do because. I mean, I've I've had to sit through career-ending injuries. I've had to sit through long-term injuries, as uh, Xavier is now, and it it does. You just sit down and you wonder, where do I go from this particular moment well, how in could time? It be a, how could it be a plural in career-ending injuries? Uh, that's called comedy, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Every show I do is a career-ending injury. <laughs> See, it's insult so to injury. It is an insult to injury when it's not enough to get one injury. You get another and the combination of it just adds up and it's an avalanche of injuries that just takes you out of the equation. Yeah, it's called age. That too. <laughs> it, it adds up on you. Wait, but, so Austin, are you young enough to come back from this injury? Yeah, so I'm, I'm 33. Um, so I'm, my, my body is good to go. So I'll probably be back. Hopefully things in the world get back to normal and we're, we're all good to bounce around again. But I should be back in like two or three months feeling good so it popped it in uh sydney australia in the middle of a match and so wow. i had to just stop and leave and it's it was terrible because it was the first match of the night in sydney the crowd's going insane and i did a backflip and when i landed it just felt like somebody kicked me in the back of the foot and i went down and i was like oh that's that's weird and i went to stand you didn't get the snap you didn't get the jump the gunshot because people always talk to me about when achilles goes bad it's mm -hmm. like a crack of a gun yeah mine mine was it wasn't super loud but i just it felt like legit like that was kind of yeah. what I heard. And, but when I went to stand, you, you you know immediately, even if it's never happened to you. I went to stand, I was mm -hmm. like, I, I, I prayed. I was like, please, not my Achilles. And I got in the back and they did a the little calf test and uh, just wrapped it up. The next morning, flew home, had surgery the next day. Uh, then I went to a convention the next Friday because uh, I got a, I love cosplay. <laughs> oh. So how, I, how, I, but how, I, went how, as, I went as Professor X because I had a little motorized scooter. Oh, nice. So we built a little thing around it, so it worked out. That's cool. Oh, I see. So you would not have otherwise have been Professor X were it not for your uh, disabled Achilles. Mm -hmm. so okay, you said you're 33 it. years of age right now. Yes, sir. I mean, through my career, my recovery time from injury got longer and longer. Are you blessed with still rapid recovery, or are you finding this thing takes more than time than you need it to? Um, for the average, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, ahead of average time-wise. Um, so I'm still in that zone of where my body is like kind of pumping on whatever cylinders it can to get healed. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm lucky that if it was going to happen, that it happened to me now and not in a couple of years when I feel like I would have slowed down a little bit. But uh, but the, the switch to being at home at that point in time, it, it was weird. But one of the reasons that I've had this gaming channel and tried to build up all my gaming stuff on Twitch and I've been hosting events at big gaming cons for the past couple of years is because it's something else that I am very much in love with, very passionate about. And I'm lucky that I have something like that. And so I've always wanted to build that so that when I was done wrestling, whether it got taken from me or whether I just hung up the boots on my own, I would have my next chapter already half written. So I wouldn't have to start from scratch. And so this, this, this really helped out in showing me that I'm making the right decisions because I kind of, I really didn't skip a beat when I got hurt. I just called everybody who was running conventions and gaming stuff. And they just, I was, my calendar was more full than it was when I was wrestling. So, uh, so it worked out in that aspect to kind of keep my mind off of everything. So not to bring in another show that we have done, but uh, uh, when are you going to start your own gaming team, your professional gaming team? 
<laughs> so that's kind of in the works uh, and it mm-hmm. has been for a while, but the biggest thing is I, I really want it to be a, a thing that's connected with WWE because I'm doing my best to try to be the, I'm, I'm the gaming guy of the company. And so I'm trying to shine that light to the higher ups so they understand like how important this, this culture and this community is. So before I was to invest in my own, because I'm kind of investing in creating a video game right now. So money, money, money's on hold for that stuff. But if I can convince WWE to invest in a team, then we're going to be all good. Nice, man. Wow, you are, uh, I have to say, a man of vision. Good for you. Yeah, and, and, and to go from the wrestling to the gaming, that's still not really falling back on your education. <laughs> <laughs> well, video, video games helped me a lot throughout school to kind of relax and have some downtime. <laughs> oh, I see. So they kept you sane during your education. Yeah, okay. yeah. But I'm, I'm hoping at some point, so uh, my, my focus was uh, helping children and families that are dealing with children that are dealing with autism. Because one of the the biggest things that affected me throughout school was taking a, a seminar class in autism. And the parents coming in and telling their stories about what's going on with their kids. If they're so, so sad. You, you would get this in your psychology classes. Yes. For sure. right, yeah, right, definitely. Right. Um, but the most interesting part about it was the fact that all of the spotlight, all of the attention was given to the children, which it, they definitely need it, and they, it's definitely helpful for them. But no one was thinking about how this is also affecting the other members of the family. Because between the time a mother and a father have to spend with child A, while the second child, who doesn't really understand what's going on because they're too young, they just see that other kid getting more attention, and it's affecting them mentally. So I want to be the kind of person who is helping with the entire family and how they're feeling with this. You know. Well, you're laying this stuff out, so you have multiple <laughs> options going, Got going to. forward. There's Got not, to. not enough people do that, and they think luck is against them, when in fact, of course, luck comes to those who are best prepared. Mm-hmm. Look, is the intersection of skill and opportunity. Exactly, exactly. I'll take a break. When we come back, more of our conversation with Austin Creek. Working moms have way too many to-dos. Switch to H&R Block and have an expert do your taxes for you. Block guarantees 100% accuracy and your max refund or your money back. And with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even meet with a tax pro in a block office or online from home. So take a breath, moms. This tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Description of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. You know what shouldn't feel like rocket science? Planning a vacation your whole crew will love. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship from a ride on the Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. 
Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So pack those bags, be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas and Panama. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. We're back, Star Talk Sports Edition. This time, WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. Is that right, Austin? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Austin Creed. That feels like a fake name. Like you're trying to rock <laughs> the Apollo Creed thing. I know you went well, with <laughs> you went with Xavier Wood, yes. but yet your name is your Austin name. Creed. Yes. And if if I were to meet you. <laughs> And you were to tell me, oh, no, my real name is Austin Creed. I'd be like, yo, bro, if you don't want to tell me who you are, that's fine. I mean. <laughs> so, okay. So, I'll, I'll break it to the names down. So, Austin Watson is my birth name, right? When I started wrestling, I was given a set of wrestling gear from my trainer. And there was, like, American flag stuff. So, we were like, oh, I can be the son of Apollo Creed. Because that's my favorite character in all of anything ever. Um, he's got charisma. He can fight. He's jacked. Like, he's just awesome. And so I was Austin Creed. But then when I came to WWE, I had to make a new name that would fall underneath their legal structure. And I picked Xavier Woods. And so I kind of just cycle in between all three of those when I do stuff like this. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So now, wait, when you talk about Apollo Creed, is he your favorite or is, is, is Michael B. Jordan your favorite, the son of Apollo Creed? Apollo Creed is my favorite. Ah, okay. Carl, Carl Weathers. He's, he's with, with Mr. T all the yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Carl Weathers is, is the man, uh, very talented actor, and that role, like, I don't know, watching Rocky, like, did something to my soul as a kid. <laughs> well, well, oh, excuse me, I missed, I mixed it up. Right, there's Carl Weathers. So he was Apollo Creed. What was Mr. T? Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang, excuse me. Clubber Lang. That's the man right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, you you are dialing in to us from Atlanta, is that correct? Yes, sir. I am in Atlanta, okay. Georgia, about fifteen minutes outside of the city. Normally, we'd bring it to New York for this, but we are in the we are in the coronaverse right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we are not socially distancing because we are socially completely connected right now. We are physically distancing. Uh, let me just ask you what what impact does the pandemic have on live entertainment where the crowd is what would normally feed you in terms of your performance and your 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 gesturing um it's interesting because like you said the crowd is such a vital part of what it is that that we do in wrestling um 
But at the same time, if you were one of the guys or girls who came up on the independent wrestling scene, you most likely have experienced this before because I know myself, I was wrestling on like random baseball fields in Rome, Georgia, which is like four hours away from me. And I'm wrestling for like a Coke and a hot dog and there's two people in the crowd and it's outside. Um, so it, you, you, wrestle, you, you wrestle differently based on things like that. And I think that with having no audience in the crowd this past couple of weeks, and especially uh, for WrestleMania, which is our biggest event of the year, um, it's going to be interesting, but you're going to be able to really see the talents that these men and women have shine through because everyone's so used to it being a one way. Everyone's about to find out it can be done this way as well because everything that we do is, is improv for more or less, anyway, it's improv physical storytelling. Um, and so... Yeah, everybody's going to get the opportunity to see the actual talent that these men and women have for going out and performing live. And it'll make everyone appreciate wrestling, I feel, so much more once everything is back to normal and crowds are there. Because uh, you don't really sometimes appreciate what you have until it's gone. I feel like that's the same in a lot of forms of entertainment or just life in general. But um, wrestling, obviously, uh, something special to me. I'm just excited for everyone to realize how good everyone is at this. <laughs> how, how are your fellow wrestlers dealing with this? I call it a COVID timeout um, because you, you're part of an impact sport, literally, and you're going to wrestle on your own. I'm just falling so down how, in my house. <laughs> right. So how, do you, how, are the, how are the wrestlers, how are professional athletes getting to grips with having this enforced timeout? So um, I think that uh, for for us at least, the wrestlers, a lot of us have like gyms and our homes, and so you know, keeping up with yeah. working out and things like that. Um, I know that some of the the shows were were taped before because we knew a lot of this stuff was coming down, and so uh, trying to keep safety first as a measure, but then also trying to give people something to to be entertained by during all of these hard times. A lot of the content was filmed beforehand, and uh, precautions were taken so it would be as safe as possible for everybody that was involved. Um, but other than that, people are staying home and just trying to stay in shape and get ready for when everything is uh, back rolling again. Let me ask you, in terms of, I have a general wrestling question, if, mm -hmm. if I can. Um, uh, different wrestlers have different kinds of bodies, right? Some are short, some are tall, some are sort of all top heavy, you know, like Greco-Roman upper body. Um, and I'm just wondering, um, I've never seen a skinny wrestler. <laughs> and just while, while we have here, let me let me see your guns. Go, let me see what you got guns, here. Let's, let's go. Wow. There you go. Come on, Neil. Come Look on. Look at that, man. <laughs> boom, I'm, boom. I'm like 5'9", so I'm one of the shorter guys, so I can't grow this way, so I got to grow this way. <laughs> <laughs> so, so presumably, the portfolio of moves that you execute need to be within your own body's uh, strength and flexibility mm -hmm. combo, right? So you'll only choose to do things that you know your body's um, uh, capacity can handle. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yes, 100%, yeah. 100%. So if someone else is putting a move on you, they're going to put you through what they can do, right? Yes. yes okay. So, so one of my favorite moves is when, and not everyone can do this, right? You just go to somebody, you just pick them up and just put them over your head. <laughs> I just walk around with it. Yeah. This is like a serious overhead press. Yeah. I presume these are big guys doing it to little guys, right? Um, I mean, sometimes, yes. 
most of the time for for crowd reactions, if there's a big, strong, hulking guy. So we've got a guy by the name of Braun Strowman who's like seven feet tall and 375. So like he does that stuff. I think he we uh we had uh uh he threw Colin Colin Jost, is that his name? Colin oh, Jost, yes. yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. SNL. Yeah, Mania last year, him and um Michael Shea were up against uh or were doing stuff with Braun Strowman and he ended up throwing Michael out of the ring onto a bunch of the guys. And so, yes, a, a big hulking guy like that. But then also, too, so shorter guys like me, when I'm wrestling guys that are my size or around there, I will do that as well sometimes just because try to try to show off. Yeah, that's, show what, off. that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, don't mess with me because look what I can do. Yeah, like I'm not going to do it to The Undertaker because he's <laughs> a touch bigger than I am, but smaller well, guys, plus, yes. Yeah, plus I'm, I don't know that I'm that impressed that your seven-foot-tall, 375-pound guy did it to Colin Jost. See? Now that's where this comes in. (laughs) I got to tell you the truth. I wouldn't be impressed if you did it to Colin Jost, Neil. (laughs) We've actually had Colin Jost as one of our uh, comedic co-hosts once. It was fun to have him. And he was already on Saturday Night Live, but he wasn't as big as he is today. I don't think he was yet dating... um, um, Scarlett Johansson. But. Uh, so, so this show elevates me like that. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate <laughs> having, you having me on. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, called, it, it's called the Star Talk Bump. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but but, it, but instead instead of bump, we like to call it gravity assist. There we go. Ooh, I like ooh, that. There the you Star go. Talk gravity assist. Well, uh, at Xavier, yeah. what's PhD or my socials? What's up? Let me know. <laughs> yeah. Those t-shirts will be already. Online very shortly. I must. I must ask you, Austin. Just how good is your knowledge of anatomy? Because from my experience of wrestling, which is being thrown over the ropes and out the ring. <laughs> yeah, thank you for laughing. Um, it's that point where if you do this professionally, you got to know where to hurt and how to do things so as you don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. So your landings, your impacts, everything. You've this knowledge has to really be on speed dial for you. Yeah, it's a situation where how do I explain this? Here, so if there are two people who can speak Spanish fluently, their conversation is quick. No one needs to slow down for anybody. They can just have the conversation and then go about their business. But if there's one person who's fluent, one person who speaks uh, okay, then the person who speaks fluently will lead the conversation walk them through, make sure they understand everything, and they talk that way. It's the same thing with wrestling. So mm-hmm. once you get past the point where you become fluent, that's because you spent X amount of hours in the ring being thrown over the rope as you were. So I can't tell you how many times that happened to me before I had my first match. So that when it happened to me in front of a crowd with more adrenaline, I wouldn't overdo it and overshoot my my landing area where, I'm, where, I, where I know I won't get hurt. Um, things like that. And obviously there are still accidents because like you said, it is a contact uh, situation and things do occur, but we're doing them as safely as possible. So don't try this at home. Years of training. I've been doing this since I was 17. So relax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't, we're not, we actually don't have urges to throw each other over the road. Really? Just in case you were wondering. I'm just I was, I was going to say, you should speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, so, so so Austin, that would mean, not to put words in your mouth, but that the least experienced wrestler is the most dangerous. Yes, definitely. Wow, that's a very good point. You definitely. know, it's it's and it's it's kind of like um people who are not as skilled in any other professional sport. For instance, if you're a pitcher and you're got opening day jitters and you're not calmed and you're not connected mentally, 
you might look like you're throwing at a guy's head when really you're just so freaked out. Like, you, you, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's all you could do. And it's and it's on an even uh, more intense scale, in, in my opinion, because I'm trusting that person with my body. And if my body, something happens to that, then that impedes my progress and my ability to make money in that line of work, you know? So you really got to always be thinking. For, for me, so I used to be a cheerleader as well in college. And we would do partner stunts. So essentially, we're throwing girls up in the air and catching them and everything. And so one thing I learned there that's the most important lesson that I've learned in like physical uh, physical activities is always make sure the other person doesn't get hurt. Like put your body on the line before you put theirs because they're trusting you with their body. And they're going to do the same for you and everybody's going to come out okay. You just described why I could never be a cheerleader or a wrestler. <laughs> I, I might echo that as well. <laughs> Going back to something we discussed just a minute ago was the empty arenas that, or the empty arena that WrestleMania will take place in front of. Okay, you've talked about it from the point of view of the wrestlers. How do you think the psychology of your your viewers is going to be when they see an empty stadium and just the, the simple silhouettes of the, the wrestlers in the ring? I think it's going to make them want to tune in because everything that we do is based on the fact that anything can happen at any time. And so people not having the opportunity to come physically to WrestleMania when every single year prior, it's people from over 160 different countries flying into town X for a week being there. We have a thing called Access. It's like a huge wrestling con all week. We take over the whole town. So not having all of those things, not having the actual bodies at Mania, I think it's going to make people want to tune in even more. And I think that they're going to be fine. I think they're going to still understand everything because it's the same kind of audience. Like Game of Thrones has no crowd. That's a television show that's dramatic and well-written storylines and things like that. And so I think it's the same kind of kind of vibe. Mm. This is a TV show. And this show, fortunately, like will go on. So people have something to watch and something to be entertained by. And uh, honestly, the, the, the empty arena is, is it's a selling point, honestly, I think, for, for a lot of people to tune in because they want to see how it's going to go. Well, it's think- a little bit of a hybrid between you performing on stage and me in a pay-per-view situation, right? I'm not there. Yeah. So how much do I really need to listen to somebody else react when I can do my own reacting, uh, plus I paid for it. So- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you're watching. And you can check out WrestleMania for free uh, if you subscribe to the WWE Network. First month's free, I believe. So check it out. Oh, Love that Chuck it. lives off of that kind of stuff, Chuck. <laughs> Yes, I do, because I'm sorry to tell you, uh, Austin, they will not like me. I subscribe to everything for the first month, and then I send myself a Google reminder to cancel 48 <laughs> hours before the subscription. <laughs> and you are shameless. And you, I are don't, ta- I listen. you are shameless. With I don't that. pay you enough, Chuck. What's that? Don't pay you enough? <laughs> listen, you got, I will say um, you guys take good care of me, and I enjoy every single dollar that I make here because I love what I do. But I, that don't stop me from being a cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I got to agree with you. <laughs> One of the things, my so I'm on a team called the New Day with a guy named Kofi Kingston and, and Biggie, and yeah. that's, the, that's the tag team, right? Yes, yeah. yes, sir. And so Biggie always says, there might not be a recession in the nation, but there's one in my house. So I'm saving this money. <laughs> oh, no one's going to argue with it. There you go. Um, so I have, 
Go so on, ask, before you do, Neil, sorry, can I, can I ask uh, Austin this question? How do you think other sports are going to behave? Are they going to follow your lead with, with empty arenas? And how are fans going to react to that? Maybe with baseball, basketball, with football, when it returns? Uh, everybody, let me just tell you, everybody's going to be watching WrestleMania. Yes. Everybody from the NBA, everybody from MLB is yeah. going to be watching WrestleMania to see what kind of response they're going to look at the numbers. They're going to make some uh, analytical data analysis to see whether or not it's worthwhile because these television contracts are beyond lucrative and it just gives them an opportunity. WrestleMania is going to give them an opportunity to see whether or not a crowd-free transmission of a game is a viable model. To pursue. Uh, Chuck, I, did Gary ask you that question? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's someone here who actually <laughs> in WrestleMania. <laughs> we, we all, we all going to get a go. We all got a shot at this. <laughs> you got to call him out like that. Oh, you my just God. Smackdown. Neil, you just totally housed me. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling, you totally bodied me, man. Yeah, see? Yeah. You totally Neil's bodied ready. me. Neil's ready on the mic. Neil just bodied me on the, on the show. <laughs> body slam. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Austin. Wait, wait, no. so Austin, wait, Austin, Austin, Austin let me follow that up with a question. Let me follow that up with a question for you. Do you agree? I was going to say, <laughs> you, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> no, but honestly, I feel like, so wrestling is uh, is its own beast. So with the rules of, let's say that for the next year, we still have to keep it to where only 10 people can be around each other at the same time. So we couldn't yeah. play a regular football game, or excuse me, American football game. Um, Thank you. <laughs> no problem. But I think that if, if something like that occurs, yes, people are going to be watching WrestleMania to see how everything goes, but and they're going to try to figure out how to take that model and use it for themselves. So if it turns into like three-on-three -three NBA games and the, the rules change, because if, it, if this lasts long enough, people aren't going to want to miss out on, one, the entertainment, because TV shows are going to run out eventually if, the, if this stuff stays. Entertainment, sports-wise, is all gone right now, but... They're going to get back to it, and they're just figuring out how. And I think WrestleMania is really going to give them uh, a good look on how to do that. So you said you had a kid. How old is your kid? Uh, my kid is two, and then I have a seven-month-old as well. Okay, so they have no idea what you do professionally. The two-year-old gets it because he's been to shows. He's been running around in a ring with me. I'm definitely not trying to push him into wrestling. If he likes it, cool. But... Just like Apollo Creed said, don't be like me, carry a briefcase to work. Ooh, okay. And then, <laughs> use, that means and then use that briefcase to crack the back of your, <laughs> your co-worker. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there a wrestler who used to come in in a suit with the, with the briefcase? Erwin uh -huh. R. Scheister, yeah. IRS. There you go, IRS. <laughs> well, but it's, it seems to me that you have a kid now who throughout school, the kid can tell everyone else, my dad could kick your dad's ass. Yep. And I gladly will if anyone wants to step up to the plate. <laughs> nice. Ooh, gauntlet. Very nice. Big, big dad fights at school. <laughs> and if you're at the soccer field and, you know, the parents get all involved, you know. And they do. <laughs> but see, my fight would go like this. It's going to look great, but you're not going to feel a thing. 
Oh, wow. yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> you know how the body bends. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's 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 ugly. That's an ugly statement you just made. <laughs> that's a scary that's statement. That's a really ugly, frightening <laughs> statement. Yeah. No, but it's completely true, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know how bodies. So I'll, I'll tell you an example. I had a wrestling coach who said, um, "Wherever you take the head, the body will follow." Yep. And I thought that was an interesting point. Mm -hmm. And it's true. That's why, like, as soon as you collar tie somebody in amateur wrestling, you bring them down some, their whole body comes with them. They're, they're, they're toast. They're toast. Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all with it. So the body does things. And as long as you do with the body what it will do naturally, then you're in complete control. Yeah. Right? And, then, how, how and then, then my kid never sits out. Always keep him in the game. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so we, we got to wrap up when we come back. More of this conversation with Austin Creed on Star eBay Motors is here for the ride. You saw the potential, and through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the back. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, Auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. We're back, Star Talk, Sports Edition. Austin Creed, which apparently is sort of his real name. Sort of. <laughs> WWE Xavier Wood. Thanks for being on Star Talk. Thank you. Uh, let me just ask, just to round out uh, this show. Uh, we haven't talked much about your exercise regimen. What do you do to stay in shape, particularly now that you're 33, <laughs> not, you know, 25 anymore? Yeah. So so what do you do? Because you look in really good shape right now. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, so for me, it's been weird. So I've, like I said before, I've been wrestling since I was 17. I'm 33 now. I wrestled all throughout college, throughout grad school. Uh, and so 
this is just what I've always done. Um, and so it's it's weird for me when I got hurt. My thought was, well, I'm going to be out for X amount of months. So what should we do? Let's just get real fat. <laughs> so I ate everything in sight. My my delicacy is chocolate ice cream with Cool Ranch Doritos mixed in. Mm. Oh my god, it's delicious. I'm telling you, Woo! it I'm is also you. an it is also an affront to God. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> hey. It's an affront to God in seven different religions. <laughs> <laughs> Vishnu is pissed. Um, so uh, after I guess October to like January, I just kind of ate everything, stuffed crust pizza like four times a week, covered in barbecue sauce. I was loving it, and so a lot of this was because I I couldn't walk around really. I could I could gingerly, but I couldn't jog. I couldn't run. Um, but I guess in the last month and a half, I've I've gotten there. So uh, normally, what I'll do is I'll get up and I'll run like two and a half three miles. Uh, but that's running and walking because I'm still trying to strengthen the Achilles back. And then I have like a small gym in my garage. And so I've just got like dumbbells and uh, and a bar. So I might, I'll go run first and then lift for maybe 30 or 45 minutes. Uh, just very focused thing. Like I might just like focus on biceps, might just focus on abs, might just focus on shoulders. But whatever it is that day, that's what I'm focusing on. Go to sleep, rinse and repeat, hang out with the kids, play video games, wake up, run, work out, get on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Austin Creed. Um, and just that's 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 been my everyday. And so I would say to any athletes that are that are out there and not necessarily in the zone of, hey, there are things I can do at home. Like get in that zone because even if you're not an athlete, just waking up and doing something to where you're sweating, it activates everything in your body. Because if you work out first thing in the morning or first thing in the afternoon, whenever you wake up, no judgment, um, <laughs> it ups your metabolism. You kind of burn calories all throughout the day, a little bit extra than you would uh, normally if you didn't work out first thing in the morning. So that's what I do to stay in shape. And I've been uh, lucky enough to have uh, pretty sweet genetics from my parents that I can fluctuate if I'm trying to lose weight, I can lose it quick. But if I'm trying to gain weight, I'm going to gain it quick too. So it's a lot of knowing your body and how it responds to the things that you do for physical activity and what it does when you intake certain foods. So did you have one fat parent and one skinny parent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can leave the room. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. <laughs> Here you are. Here's your genetics. <laughs> all right, okay, so we spoke about your up, up, down, down YouTube channel and how the Guinness Book of World Records uh, has you listed. Um, how did that come about? Um, and and uh, well, you, you've, you've partnered with Riot Games? Yes. Uh, we've got to explore esports yes. more because, I, I don't know, with sport, live active human sport off the menu right now, seeing yeah. as we're talking about food, is it time for esports to come forward? Things like we've done a show recently with drone racing. Yes. Is it oh. time for those sort of things to come forward and stake a claim on mainline TV? 100%. So esports is already at the, they've been there for years where they've been on yeah. ESPN with big events, but there's still not that huge cultural acceptance of what it is that we do. So there was a kid who won a Fortnite tournament uh, a few months back and it was millions of dollars. And I think he was like 13 or 15, something like that. And <laughs> so like right. at that point, mom comes in and says, clean your room. And he goes, ah, why? <laughs> you know? 
So uh, there, these are avenues to make money and avenues that are fun to watch. And so I feel like in this time, like you're saying, esports is going to definitely take a much stronger foothold in what our current society accepts as as work, as entertainment, as far as that stuff goes. Because if they're not being, if people don't have the ability to watch, like, so March Madness ruined, right? Yeah. And there are people that look forward to that all year and it takes so long and you get so invested and you do your brackets. We can't do that. And so people need something. And I feel like, so, I, so I'm on Twitch pretty much daily playing, playing video games with people that are in my chat, people that come through. And so I'm finding more and more people are getting on Twitch doing things like that. Um, whether they're sitting just chatting about what would have happened in sports or they're playing video games or they're talking about anything. Um, this, this type of, of virtual in-home entertainment is how I'll kind of deem it, is definitely going to be one of the most important things to us at this at this point in time. Well, you know what? So, I mean, we are, first of all, so sports-driven in America. Mm-hmm. I did, I was on, uh, somebody had me as a guest a couple of days ago on a sports podcast, and um, um, I said, you know, the rest of the world is on lockdown, but all they lost was soccer, because that's all they play. Look, we lost soccer, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, that strongman competition where they just <laughs> pick up boulders and walk around. <laughs> Hot dog eating. I mean, you know, dude, we make everything a sport in this yes. country, you know? So, uh, you know, and the, to prove it, I saw um, FIFA, uh, what's it called? Is it FIFA something? It's like Madden for soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just FIFA and then, then the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, they had that playing on ESPN mm-hmm. on TV uh, a few days ago. Yeah. It was it was just the video game match, okay? And it was the avatars of these players, and it was straight up video game, not showing players, not just showing the actual video game. Mm-hmm. And see, I, see, this isn't Chuck. You're making an appeal for us to up our computing power so that what we have on a computer is an exact simulation of ourselves. Mm. And then we wouldn't know whether we were in that simulation or not. Or are we already there? We're already already there. See? Is this the simulation crashing? (laughs) Ah. (laughs) The philosophy (laughs) of student has spoken. (laughs) It's biological, but it's actually an electronic virus that's in the... In the code. Chuck glitched out. <laughs> <laughs> what twisted programmer decided to throw that in? <laughs> um, but but yeah, to to that point, uh, it's super interesting seeing stuff like that. So WWE was doing stuff like that yesterday. So just streaming across a bunch of platforms. So having dream matches that wouldn't happen, but then having those two people call in and live commentate what's going on. I think we as a country definitely feed off of competition. And once people realize their form of in the competition that they enjoy watching isn't going to be around for a little while, they're going to find something else. And the only thing that's really available is esports. What else have we got you going into? Because, I mean, we, we know that, you know, if we take you out of your sport, you're going to sit down with a control panel and play the games. But mm-hmm. where else has your desire led you to gravitate? Um, so it's, it's been mainly video games and wrestling. Um, we've been doing like some, some charity stuff. So right now, uh, my friend that I cosplay with everywhere across the country, his name is Michael Mosley. Uh, 
so I put in a bunch of money so we could get materials and he's actually making a bunch of masks uh, for a bunch of our healthcare friends because obviously masks are in short supply right now. And so uh, doing things like that. Cool. Um, and then just hanging out with my kids, you know? Honestly, like I've, so I've got my own podcast. It's me and my boys, The New Day. Every Monday, check it out, The New Day. Uh, and that's, that's really it. A lot of the things that I'm doing are getting on the internet, looking into this camera and talking mm -hmm. to a bunch of people on Zoom for podcasts or for and, and my- who, And who, who, what kind of guests do you have on your podcast? So for our podcast, a lot of times it's just us, but uh, other times we'll have other wrestlers or people that are attached to wrestling and we're trying to get through uh, all of those and make essentially make a, a bigger schedule, especially right now. So, so um, my invitation uh, it must still be in my inbox. I no, I was gonna I was gonna ask you when we were done, actually. Because <laughs> we would, we would love to there. have you. Maybe I missed it. We have a we have a list of people, and at the top for me is you and Michael McDonald, <laughs> the singer. Michael McDonald. The singer. I love Michael McDonald. He's the greatest yeah. voice of all time. Yeah, he's incredible. Right. That, that's so funny that you say that. My wife loves Michael McDonald. I got a chance to introduce her to Michael McDonald because I was doing a show with what's the father of the OJs? He's he's the original OJ, uh -huh. but his sons were two singers too. Yeah. God, but anyway, uh, and it was so funny because I he he introduced me to Michael McDonald, and yeah. then I introduced Michael McDonald to my wife, and now my wife lives with Michael McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, you're too happy. At that. <laughs> and you know you're going to pay for that remark. <laughs> He'll get his dig in. Um, but no, we would we'd love oh, to have, yeah. honestly, we'd love to have all three of you guys on the podcast, just pushing the podcast, talking about right. what you're doing. Because for, for us, yes, it's there's some wrestling stories, but we try to just keep it as three guys who enjoy hanging out with each other, have good chemistry. And the people that we bring on, we try to let them tell people what else is going on besides wrestling in the world. And so uh, we'd be very interested to see uh, what you guys would want to tell people on our show. Before Neil wraps this up, I have one question. Do you have any advice for the athletes and for those of us who are spectators during this particular pandemic? Uh, to the athletes, especially those of you with large followings on social media, just engage with the people that have been rocking with you all throughout your careers because at this point in time, uh, they just need something. They need something. And for years, they've given something to you. So uh, do your best to give back to them, whether it's just videos, hey, you know, working out. Like, people want to see anything. Any, any sense of normalcy that you can give the people who are following you, do your best to give them that. And then for the spectators, uh, just keep constantly supporting everybody that's doing their best to bring you some form of entertainment, some form of normalcy, uh, because that's the only way we're going to get through this is by constantly supporting each other. So there's no need to be negative. Don't put any negativity out there. We don't need it. We don't need There's enough negative energy out there already. Just put the positive out. Put the positive and keep everybody smiling. He's got that philosophical angle on there you go. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, speaking of philosophy, one last thing for me. Uh, how do you solve the trolley problem? How much longer do we have? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> yeah, I try to save the most number of lives that I can at any given time. Really? That's, that's is that I, is that? Are you okay? All right. Yeah, I think in philosophy circles that 
um, utilitarian, I think they call that. Yes. That yes. is utilitarian. Yes. So, so you don't believe in moral absolutes then? Um, I don't believe in anything. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I uh, believe in me. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Neil for the win. I got to give it to you. That, 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 forget it. I, <laughs> what, it <laughs> you can only do what you can do. Ah, there you go, baby. Before <laughs> I land this plane, I just got to say, um, the three of us, that is everyone but Gary, look like we're in our home in some room somewhere. But Gary, okay. you like you're in like a safe house in Siberia. Big game hunter. <laughs> big game hunter, Gary. Big game, big game hunter. These are... I'm in the space with them, but they're not mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's what any safe house person would say. And now, and now I have to change my safe house. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Officer, I've never seen these in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, Austin, it's been great to have you on. Um, yes, it's a blast. And we'll, yeah. we'll await our own invitations to appear on your podcast. Um, 100%. We'd, we'd be delighted to do so. Yeah. And uh, speedy recovery, my friend. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, this, was, this is great. I appreciate you guys having me. Everybody that's listening, check me out on twitch.tv slash Austin Creed and on YouTube, up, up, down, down, and on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier Woods PhD and listen to our podcast every single Monday. Just wherever you listen to podcasts, search The New Day, click the pink picture with the three black guys' heads on it. See, we would have said that, but I, there's no way I can remember all of that, so I'm glad yeah. you <laughs> It's fine. Okay. I'm a natural I'm a natural plug machine. Yeah. <laughs> So you've been watching, possibly even listening to Star Talk Sports Edition, and I've been your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I want to thank Chuck and Gary and Austin for being on this program. As always, I bid you to keep looking up. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the bag. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.